The minute I stepped out of the car, the beauty of the Dupont mansion swept over me. Gold details are dusted over the peaks of the roof, and the entryway is constructed entirely of marble. Behind the mansion is a large graveyard, holding all the previous owners and inhabitants of the Dupont mansion. The countless rows of headstones are only cut short by the summit of a colossal waterfall. The Dupont mansion sits upon the tops of the white cliffs of the coast of Normandy, France. The waterfall is so steep that from the lookout, the bottom seems to end beneath the earth. Hi, my name is Manon Boivin, and this is Mysteries at the Dupont Mansion. I'm a private investigator and journalist. These podcasts are my way of tracking the events and the history of the Dupont so I can come up with a reasonable explanation of the mysterious disappearance and the evident death of Madame Dupont. When I walked inside the mansion, I was introduced to a man named Roman, who I found out to be Madame Dupont's grandson. He recently graduated from Yale and came back to live in the mansion only a few weeks before her disappearance. He seems to be quite charming at first glance, but the more I pay attention to the way he talks and holds himself, something seems off about him. Is he playing some sort of role, or is this just how rich boys act when their wealthy grandmother supposedly dies and leaves you the inheritance in the mansion? Over the past few days I've stayed here, I rarely see Roman. He's either riding his horse around the grounds, blowing money on lavish things he can never truly appreciate, or in the company of women in his bedroom. It seems to be different women every day. Maybe he has a waiting list on his bed. This could be a tactic, though, so he doesn't have to talk to me, so I can't figure out what really happened. I spend most of my time with his sister, Charmaine. We walk around the palace as she tells me the history and stories of her grandmother. According to her, Madame Dupont was an eccentric yet charismatic woman. She remained pretty unproblematic as long as Charmaine could remember. Everyone seemed to like her. No one would have had a valid reason to murder her in cold blood. Days at the mansion are beautiful, but the evenings are unsettling to say the least. Once the sun goes down, the graveyard comes to life. Lit candles float eerily in and out of the headstones. Charmaine says that's what always has happened. As a child, her mother used to tell her that the candles are held by spirits coming to visit the inhabitants of the graveyard. The longer I'm here, the more I'm starting to believe in these stories. Living in the house feels like being in an alternate dimension. Everything's the same, but something's different here. The maids seem mechanical, like if a different species was pretending to be a human. It's my third night at the mansion, and nothing seems to add up. I'm going to sign off now and review my notes, see if I can make any connections. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next time to see what I uncover. If you have any information to help solve this case, email me at mysteriesatthedupontmansion at gmail.com. Thank you. If you like this episode and want to support my podcast, search us on Redbubble and buy a sticker. Thank you.